you are back to Conversations of the Heart with Brad Cole and Zach Klein. What's happening? We are moving into our third segment of the series. The series has covered what we believed in 2018 uh, and how we responded to circumstances and of challenge in 2018. And so now we're moving on to the third segment, which is how did you invest your time? You know, where did your time go in 2018? That's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, that one kind of stung a little bit. <laughs> but it's also really cool. It's my favorite thing to think about, but mm-hmm. also probably one of the things I did the worst at out of these three things. You yeah, know? yeah. And it brings me back to what I said in the first part, which was social media. Mm-hmm. I wasted I wasted a lot of time yeah. on social media, you know, and it's... Yeah. Um, you know, it it was strictly, I mean, there are parts of it for me that deal with work and promoting, you know, but a lot of it is just entertainment, you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes I get, you know, oh, when I think about all the time I could have spent doing other things. Yeah. I don't know. Does that ring a bell there? It does. You know? Yeah. Uh, there was, there was, I think, I'll just, there's so many things to talk about with, yeah. regarding time and where it goes. And we all can agree there was places that we spent a lot of time in maybe relationships maybe people you know just different circumstances you know that we were in that we felt we had to you know we gave a lot of time to certain things um for me i did the same at times you know what i mean i I spent a lot of time in social media and the cool thing about this relationship with christ and walking this out with god is that he's never condemned me for anything but he has convicted me and made me aware of things. And it wasn't in a context always of good and bad, right or wrong. It was like, was there not a better choice that you could have made? Because whenever we're talking, especially with unbelievers or or even Christians, and we're talking about making changes to how you do things and, and figuring out why you do things, it's always gravitating towards good and bad. It's always gravitating towards right and wrong. And I kind of want to set all of that aside, just like God tried to do in the garden. You know, when Adam and Eve took from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and we've talked about this before in other podcasts, so I won't flesh it out. Um, just please go and check it out. But, um, you know, it, he didn't want them to take from the, take from the tree of knowledge of good and evil because to try to harness that much, you know, knowledge of good and evil, not only was it a lot to handle and do as a human being, but it was also so vast that it almost made it basically impossible to be able to distinguish what is good and evil or right or wrong every single time in every single circumstance and situation. Mm. You have to be godlike to do something like that. Yeah. To see things not only for what they are, but the motive and or- or origin of those things. Yeah. We just see things of when they happen and we react and respond. Uh, we sometimes create some things that happen, but the origin of it all, we never really fully know. God does. Mm. God sees the full thing, the full picture, everything in its capacity. Mm. And we don't. So for us to take from that knowledge of tree and good and evil, that was a problem in and of itself to try to harness all of that. Two, he didn't want us to take from it because then for the rest of our lives, and we do to this day, we always think in terms of good and evil. We always think in terms of right and wrong. In the beginning, that wasn't the issue. Mm. All there was was God's goodness. And then there was something introduced that convinced them to think otherwise. It convinced them to look a different way instead of looking at what was in front of them, which was God who loved them, who had a relationship with them, who was their provider. Anything they ever wanted and needed was ready at their disposal. 
to have. But the enemy, the snake, you know, the, the creature that came in and said, hey, you could actually eat of it and you won't die. You know, you won't you won't you won't be any problems. That was a lie. Right. And they believed it. They took a chance on it and they believed it because they wanted more. They wanted more knowledge. They wanted more power. They wanted more control. Mm. That is our problem as a humanity to this day. We're constantly struggling with that very nature of wanting to be in control, not be told what to do, do what we want to do and, you know, gravitate towards our comforts to whatever makes us happy at the exposure, uh, you know, at the disposal of everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all about me. So that's what happened in the garden. You know, they took of that. And so the point I'm getting at is this is not about good and evil. Am I making the right choice? Is this the wrong choice? What I'm talking about in this specific context, about 2018 and the choices that were being made and so forth and so forth, is did you make the best choices? Because when God was sitting down with Mary and Martha, and one was running around getting the table ready and cooking and cleaning and doing all this other stuff, while the other was sitting at his feet, worshiping him, talking with him, communing with him, he didn't look at the one, the former, and say, you are doing a bad thing. You are doing a wrong thing. You are doing a evil thing. He never said that. He looked at the one at his feet and said, she has chosen the better thing. Mm. So that's where we get screwed up in society is because we're constantly looking at good versus evil. And I'm not saying we should. I'm literally just focusing on this context of something that we're missing, that some of the hardest choices that we're making are between two good things. Mm. Especially, you know, in regards to your time, how have you noticed um, what choice to make? Because neither one of them you just said is bad. Mm-hmm. But what determines what you think or or led to feel? I, obviously, God leads you to a choice. But yeah. What are some of the signs that you've noticed in your own life? For me, I believe that in my heart, there is typically, there could be more outcomes or more scenarios in this. But just bear with me. For my life, there's two clear scenarios that I've been able to learn so far. The one scenario is, is that when I look at an option and a choice, I'm looking at what what is the possible results or outcomes of it. You know, what why would I do this? You know what I mean? And I kind of walk through that to understand why I want to do it because I need an honest answer. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it just because somebody else is wanting me to or expecting me to. I don't want to do it for any other reason except for an honest one Yeah, that I want to, that this is really what I want to do and see happen or whatever. Um, but what I'm looking at is... You know, in that first scenario is what's what's my honest answer? What I, How do I honestly feel about it? Secondly, I'm looking at it to see, is this about me in any way? Or is it about others and what God may be wanting to accomplish and reaching somebody, helping somebody else? Because there's some things that we ask for and seek out to do in life that we say is for a particular reason or for a particular people or for God even. But when we boil it down and get into our heart with a mic with a magnifying glass, we find out that there's a lot of us that's attached to that choice. Mm. So it looks like on the outside, 
so noble and I'm doing these things for good reasons. But God looks at the heart and he says, actually, you're doing this because you're afraid that if you don't, you're going to be seen this way. You're actually doing this because you feel like you have to because you're Christian or you have to because they're going to think less of you because you didn't step up and just do it. They're going to look at your character and say you're not a go-getter. They're going to look at your will and say your will's not strong enough. There's all kinds of places from which we make choices that are not healthy and life-giving. They're actually still serving ourselves. But we believe ourselves. I mean, we believe our heart that's saying, no, 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 you're, you're doing it for this reason. You're doing it all for that. And we create this fantasy of our in our heads of what it's going to look like when we make this choice or when we go and do this or we do this great deed for these people. We fantasize what it's going to feel like. And we do a lot of that. So God's looking at our heart and he's like, OK, so how much of this is really about me? How much is this is really about everyone else? And that's something that I had to just walk through and ask myself those honest questions and and talk to him and listen. And so I said, Lord, what is your thoughts about this choice in this situation? And sometimes I would get a quick answer. Sometimes I wouldn't. Sometimes, you know, I would get like, you know, a vision like, you know, it's like I'd be sitting there and just like something would come to me or reminding me. And I'm like, oh, that clicks. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Like God speaks to us in so many different ways. We're just not aware of what all those ways are. Secondly, we don't have enough confidence yet to trust him in what we're hearing and seeing. We always end up second guessing ourselves and saying, oh, that was just me. Is there sometimes that's true? Yeah. But there's a lot of times that God is using your thought life in your heart to try to communicate with you or he's using your imagination. He's using your dreams. He'll even use somebody you hate and don't like to come alongside you and offer you a a word of kindness and love that makes all the world of difference. Like God uses all different kinds of ways to communicate with us. So for me, yeah, it's been those two scenarios where I have to look at, you know, what's my honest response and answer to it? How do I really feel? And then find out what is God thinking about it? What is God wanting to say about it? Because here's the deal breaker. If I don't get a clear unction in my heart, a feeling, a sense or a voice from him that he's wanting me to do something, I will not do it. Because the end goal, the fruit that comes from it is going to be more about me or it and then about God. And Mm -hmm. I want to make choices that are really going to impact and transform a situation or a person. I Mm -hmm. want to make choices that literally I have felt impressed on my heart first from God, not from myself conjuring up a good idea or conjuring up a good gesture just for the sake of doing it. Yeah, I'm not saying good things don't happen from those choices. Don't get me wrong. But I'm saying that the eternal effect, the eternal gains, the eternal fruit that are literally going to be building the person or changing the situation, you'll see soon enough if the choice was really your choice or a choice and a decision that was being brought to you by God that you mm-hmm. acted upon obediently. Yeah. Because all, we all can sit here all day with good ideas of how to go and help people and reach people and save problems and whatever, but it's so critical to know what God is actually asking of us Yeah, to go and do. Beautiful. Beautifully said, man. I totally agree. Um, wow. So going forward into 2019, mm-hmm. what are some kind of – change the topic a little bit. What are some, t- some things you're looking forward to doing with your time? Maybe – things that you want to do or mm-hmm. things that you're currently doing just more of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Transition. Well, yeah. I mean, for myself, moving into 2019, I'm wanting just to make more more efforts to spend more time, not only, not so much more time, but more quality time with God, um, with others. Nice. I really want to, uh, 
it's it's funny to me that when you come into a room and entering into a situation with somebody, you know, whenever it's about God or something that's true and real, important and deep, you know, some people are like, oh, I don't really want to talk about those kind of things or I'm not interested in those things or whatever. But yet it's okay to talk about Clemson football and other things that we're passionate about and kind of just enter the room with that and project it onto the room and project it onto people. But it's just interesting that when you want to talk about God and other real things, whatever, sometimes people just kind of shut down. Mm-hmm. And so I've kind of just chosen to do, continue to just trust God in those moments of when the topic is at hand because I could die tomorrow. I don't know how much time I got. So I'm kind of done with a lot of the surface, you know, conversations and things and i'm like hey what's going on this this everything's cool it's good cool cool you know like uh so uh what else is up uh you know just just working just that whatever whatever and stuff like that i'm like cool well you know you you basically just lost a relationship and then your grandparents just died so i mean you know i'm i I don't do this by the way i'm not saying this is how you go into a conversation but i'm just saying like i really want to get to the real conversations that really make the difference yeah so i want to spend more time talking about things with people um than i already have time doesn't it it? because you know people myself included it don't open up right away you know and so just building that relationship Mm -hmm. getting that credibility and and just being loving and kind you know yes it does take it takes time, you know, it, it to does. get to that place mm-hmm. where you get to the real stuff. Right. Um, that's something I've, I've struggled with a lot, you know. Yeah. Um, and then there comes a time where you're you're dealing with the same relationships that, that aren't fruitful at all. Right. And then you got to walk away from them. Yeah. And get to new people, you know. And that not in a – I want to take a step back. You know, yeah. like not in um. you know, I don't like or love these people. Right. But – you know, time is is important. What uh-huh. you're doing with your time, who you're yes. spending your time with, and and if it's not, you know, being fruitful for them or for you, uh-huh. um, you know, you got to check that. Yes. Maybe my situation would be different for someone else, and they stay in that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, it got personal. But um. No, that's good. Yeah. That's actually a good yeah. good segue because one of the things that we talked about um, before about relationships, mm-hmm. and it goes hand in hand with what you just said um, about um, time. Because one of the things we do with our time is we invest it into people. And there's some relationships that we're investing a lot of time into that are very much like the one conversation I just mentioned, where it's so on the surface. And people who just want to live in the now, I'm past 30. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm not in my 18-year stretch where I just want to talk about the things of the now and just kind of goof off in the now and say, yeah, I'm living and learning. I'm only in the now. I'm kind of past that. You know, what I mean? and I found that there was a lot of conversations that I had back then that were just pretty much useless. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they weren't very fruitful. They didn't move me. They didn't move me from A to Z. Yeah. They just kind of left me in A or made me like forget about whatever else letters that came after that. <laughs> I mean, I just had stupid experiences as a young adult. I'm just being honest. But the point I'm getting at is what you just said is really cool because, you know, where is our time going with uh, in 2018 and moving into 2019, because like sometimes we spend a lot of time with people that are not, you know, and it's not, you know, they're not, it's, yeah. it's you know what Help I'm saying? Help me out here because yeah. I did not do the best job of explaining that. No, I think you did. But what I wanted to echo one is that it is important about who you're spending your time with because scripture talks about, you know, casting pearls before swine. Like you don't want to be just investing time blindly 
with people and there's nothing growing and nothing happening. Mm-hmm. You want to be where God wants you to be at. And so my wife and I, for example, we spend time praying about the people in our lives and we lay it all down and, and address each one. And we look at, you know, where should our time be more better spent? You know, because these people only want to live in the now. And even though we're trying to be ourselves still and to reach out to them in some ways if they need help or anything or whatever, they, they're not changing. They're, there's no connection. There's no interest. I love them. Mm-hmm. We care about them. We still hang out with a lot of these people. If they're thinking, wait, is that me he's talking about? No, what I'm saying is is that, yeah, it is. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but what I'm, what I'm saying is, is yeah. that we're just mindful of the person we're mindful of the people that we're with and we want to set them up too to be around the right people because if they're not benefiting anything from us that helps them to grow as a person and in their communities Mm -hmm. then we we want to spend our time with those people that are in need of that or that can benefit from that so that's kind of like where i wanted to jump on that's basically what i said just much more eloquently (laughs) okay (laughs) all right folks i'm tired today come on no you're good i know i I totally agree, and that's something that um, you got to take on a case-by-case basis. Yes. And you see too many people stereotype everyone yes. without getting to know the individual person, you know? Absolutely. And that's that's hard, too. Culture looks at you funny sometimes when you're talking to someone or, yeah. uh, you know, certain kinds of people, labels, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that kind of wraps up. I, I look forward to um, continuing this year talking more about, you know, just these, these simple things we can do to just – have a better year or just make better choices, live better, you know? Absolutely. Um, it's been a lot of fun today. Um, and yeah, that kind of, anything else you want to wrap up the, the time segment with? Yeah, for sure. Uh, just the three things again, just yep. to let you all know, we talked about basically uh, what you were believing in 2018 and how that can affect how you live out and believe and receive things uh, in life in 2019. We also talked about response. What's going on in your heart that's coming up that you're, it's affecting how you respond to one another, your coworkers, family, whatever. Those responses say a lot about you and they are setting you up to either rise and love and bring people closer to you or your responses are pushing people away and isolating you and actually solidifying your hurt and problems. Uh, thirdly, where is your time going? Are you wasting a lot of time in places? Are you spending time in places that are life-giving? But most importantly, where where is God leading you? Where where does God desire for you to be? Is it a relationship that He wants you to stay in? Um, for whatever reason, is it is it a uh, job that He's wanting you to stay in? Is it something He wants you to leave and move on to? Because we do kind of have a little bit of a which is another topic for another day that we can move into of attachments. Um, we we really need to be educated on <laughs> how we attach and detach yeah. because that's something that the church really has not done a great job of expounding upon is that issue of attaching and detaching. How do I do this but then let go of this? How do I live for God but yet detach from that? You know what I mean? These are... These are really important. I'd love things. to talk about that, man. For sure, be great. We can, we can look into that uh, moving into our yeah. next yeah. next podcast. But that's pretty much it. Three parts. Yeah. What you're believing, how you respond, where's your time going? Take some time to evaluate those, and then of course, feel free to go to our uh, Instagram page, which is the Brad Cole T H E Brad Cole. Uh, and on that Instagram page, you can direct message me about anything that you have thoughts and questions on about what you believe, how you respond, and where your time is going. 
You can respond on Instagram or you can go to our email, which is myconversationsoftheheart at gmail.com. That's myconversationsoftheheart. With an, with an S. Yes. At gmail.com. I always get that confused myself. So that was awesome, man. Um, yeah, we look forward to coming back um, soon and, and being with you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Write us. Let us know what's going on. And as always, want to close us out? Yes. Father God, you are awesome. And we thank you, God, so much for making this podcast possible. Uh, we thank you so much for enriching this time with your heart, your love, your word, your truth. Uh, Lord, I just pray that our listeners can begin to open their heart and mind and curiosity about you and to want to know this God that loves and cares about them so much, that wants to be a part of those conversations and struggles that they're going through inside, to help them to sort through it and to give a peace that honestly this world cannot give. This world gives temporary peace, but you give a peace that goes beyond our understanding, that literally empowers us to move forward our circumstances. So God, I pray for that peace for our listeners. I pray for that curiosity in their hearts to open up, to give you a chance and trust you again. And for those who have maybe had a bad church experience or a terrible introduction to who you really are, I pray, God, that you will open their hearts again and open their minds again and stir them to give you another try. We love you, God. We thank you for this podcast, and we love our listeners. God bless. Amen. Amen. Have a great day. We'll be back.